Thanks. Yep. Great. <laughs> hey, uh, is this that, uh, the, what is that, we, the bur- weekend at the Burgies? Wait, th- there hasn't been like a new episode in like, I don't know, like a year. I don't know. There's only been like two episodes last time I checked during the last. Wait, what? Hey, hold, hold on. Yo, whoever said this podcast was history, well, didn't know I just had another kid, you see. Actually, it happened like a few months back, but it never gets old other than the fact that babies get older like every day, just like people, but in different ways. Hey, uh, in case you didn't know that, ask around. It is so a fact. <laughs> and what I really came today to do was get on the mic and say hey to you. Happy New Year. Yeah, we're back with another one, feeling really fat like a butter bun, and a tub of some candy crackle ice cream. A pterodactyl is an excellent dinosaur. My resolutions keep grinding more, oh yeah, like every day. And that's why I uh, came to say, hey, it's Weekend at Bergie's episode, uh, not 30. It's episode 41. The first episode, number one of 2023. And uh, I'm feeling awesome to be back. Shout out Timbuktu on this beat. This is, uh, of course, the track. CDs are back from my album Bergonomic, which dropped. Uh, it, it dropped. It came out 2022. Last time I was talking to you, it wasn't even out yet. And, and hey, it's out. Thank you if you've checked it out already. I appreciate all the feedback and everybody's supporting it and sharing it and doing everything and uh i'm really uh really just really proud of it okay i i I really like how the cd turned out we got the booklet with 28 pages of original art and lyrics and all that jazz really good Uh, a lot of you sent me some questions and i'm very thankful for those i'm gonna answer them today we're gonna get cut up cut up cut up we're gonna get cut up uh, we're gonna have some cut-ups. We're gonna have some craft time, and uh, I'm, I brought some glue sticks for everyone. Don't put that in your nose. And what, guys? I'm just feeling loose. I'm feeling really happy, happy to be here in the in the newest year of our happiness. <laughs> Yo, did you miss me? I missed you. Been doing a few shows. Had three shows to close out the year, doing kind of these like secret little uh, shows, slowly getting back into the swing of things, and it feels so good. I've got another show coming up in Toronto, February 3rd. It's a Friday. I'm playing at Tonight Bar once again. I played there a few months back, had a great time. Free show, pay, pay what you can. They, you know, they pass a little. Uh, beer jug around and uh you can pay what you can or just come out and hang out and uh last time went so well i actually went longer i did one set and then we had a little intermission felt like i was at the theater and uh it was uh it was a pleasant evening and uh it's a small spot holds it's maybe holds about 40 people so come on down friday february 3rd to queen west the tonight bar Located at 1704 Queen Street West. Yeah. Woo! So what's going on? Well, 2022, yeah, I didn't get many podcasts out, but uh, I figured it was more important to spend more time with my new baby. Because, you know, that's really what life is all about. Really? When you have a baby, being with your baby. 
And I'm blessed, which is a word I don't really use that often, but I, I do. This was our second kid in three years. Because why not, right? What? Let's just turn this up another level. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm so lucky. We have a daughter who uh, is now three, and our son, who's now four months old. And it's, uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Definitely been keeping us busy. Got Bergonomic out just before the baby was born, so that felt really good to get that project out of the way before embarking on this whole new lifetime project. And, um, like, I shouldn't call my kids a project. They're not a project. They are really the best. And you parents know what I'm talking about. I probably am on way more coffee than sleep right now. And um, definitely I'm, I'm getting more than uh, than Mealy. And she has just been amazing. And she's doing great. And thank you so much for uh, all the words of support and encouragement. And uh, congrats. Because it's great. You know, now that I am a parent... I really, uh, I disagree with Fresh Prince. Parents do understand, and uh, I think it's people who aren't parents who don't understand Fresh Prince. If you remember that old song, parents just don't understand. You get what I mean? I think so, but I love all all my people who aren't parents also. So that's not, listen, I love all humans, everyone. You're good. You're good out here. And, uh, yeah, I am feeling a little wacky, but I wanted to get on this mic and say that we're here and there's tons and tons and tons more stuff happening. And really, like, when something has to give, it's the podcast. And I I, I know I've talked about this before. Getting the albums out, getting uh, new projects going, going to the studio, recording, getting all these things mailed out, getting the new art design, having this next wave of stuff lined up for this year, because I think 2023 is uh, is shaping up to be pretty crazy. So uh, all that stuff takes my time, and uh, I want time to be with my family, and I also want time to be able to get this stuff done. And that's when I just haven't been able to do a podcast. This podcast, I should say. I got a shout out. I've been, sure, I've been doing other podcasts. <laughs> I was on the Handsome Genius Club radio show, The Real Hip Hop Podcast, One Hit Thunder, Late Night with Brian Wecht, Comedy Above the Pub, Four Color Radio, Screen Snark. I'm probably forgetting a few, but definitely in the last few months, I have been popping up on other people's podcasts, which is always so much fun to do. And uh, if you checked out any of those, or if you haven't, go uh, go look them up. A lot of good podcasts out there. Um, watching a lot of stuff still, somehow. Station Eleven, did I talk to, uh, to you about that yet? If you haven't watched Station Eleven yet, wow, what an amazing show. You know, looking back at everything I watched over the course of the pandemic, because I think we all uh, upped our, our watching of things while we were inside. Station Eleven is so good. Great series, one season, one and done. I don't want to give away too much, but it's really like this kind of mysterious uh, story that unfolds following a pandemic, not COVID. And, uh, and it's kind of, it's a lot about how, you know, art and the human spirit perseveres and triumphs and stuff. And, uh, but it's just brilliantly, it's based on a book. I haven't read the book yet. I, I want to go get that. Um, 
lots of it I think uh, was shot in Toronto and uh, actually uh, an acquaintance friend of mine uh, Dylan Taylor is in there so uh, I've, I've got to track him down I want to chat to him more about that show because he's he was great he's an actor who fun fact him and I acted in a pizza pops commercial many many moons ago which some of you may heard the legend I think I talked about it somewhere that uh, yeah I met Drake at that audition <laughs> true story this was back when Drake was on Degrassi and had yet to fully become Drake he was he was still just that kid Aubrey from Degrassi and uh, I met him waiting to audition in the uh, in the room just outside the audition room for uh, for a Pizza Pops commercial, which I wound up getting the part for, along with Danio, another Canadian rapper, uh, who had that, that that legendary song, Dear Hip Hop, if you don't know Danio. And uh, yeah, Aubrey and I just chilled next to each other. He was a super nice guy, very, very cool. And uh, was he there to audition for the same part? I think so. I don't know why else he would have been there. And uh, gotta say, I. You know, I got the part and he didn't. So, uh, Drake, I owe you some pizza pops, okay? Um, that's a true story. I've told that before somewhere. I can't remember where recently. But, yeah, true. He doesn't remember. He never calls. He never calls. I know. Not me anyway. <laughs> How'd I get started on that? Oh, yeah, Dylan. Dylan is in... Um, Dylan's in Station Eleven, so yeah, I definitely got to reach out to Dylan. He played the stomach in that Pizza Pops commercial, so it's all full circle. It all comes back around. I loved Andor. That was a big show. You know, look, I think if you don't like Star Wars, you could still watch it. But if you do like Star Wars, watch Andor. You make it the first three episodes. I found very slow, and then it it just really just ramped. It just picked up like things just jump off around uh, the third episode and you're, you start to see how how this cast of characters and the story is unfolding it's wow it's just absolutely brilliant got me super psyched it's you know I love I've been enjoying a lot of these new Disney Star Wars shows Mandalorian Boba Fett Obi-Wan they've been really fun but Andor is the first one that's really like whoa this has given me a whole new angle to the Star Wars uh, saga and the, and, and the the universe and the way they set up the early days of the Empire and the Rebels and why things, you know, turned out the way they did and how they affect affected really like the common galactic citizen. Uh, you know, I may not be selling it that well, but I, I think you'll... If you like Star Wars, you can dig in. And it's aesthetically beautiful. Like, all the sets and costumes and lighting and cinematography and the way the acting and the actors are directed, it just has a very real weight to it that this uh, gravitas, if you will. And it uh, just gets gave me, like, just, like, some chills. It's really good. Andor. Like, I liked Rogue One. Rogue One is fine. It's it great decent movie did we need it Man, eh, maybe not but as a uh entry into the star wars universe like a, a perspective uh, on things uh, we've never seen we've never seen it done like this on the screen so yeah I, I clearly can't say enough good stuff about andor 
and uh, and or uh, how do you feel about it? Did you and or like it? Um, <laughs> or did you not like it? And or are you indifferent to Andor? There's no Andor in it. No Ewoks yet. Spoiler. We're really off to a great rambling pace. But that's that's what we're doing. It's the weekend. Weekend at Bergie's. I got a cup of coffee. I'm going to throw on a little track that maybe you haven't heard yet. This is uh, one of the things that has kept me busy in the past uh, year, the previous year, 2022. This is a song that's coming out on vinyl through Skeletron, who are promoting their new action figure line, uh, all about Robo Skull. And Robo Skull is this giant skull-faced spaceship that uh, is actually in the G.I. Joe universe. It's in uh, from Action Force, which were the G.I. Joe UK equivalent, which... Keen-eared listeners may know that we had Pete Mori on here talking about Action Force and, of course, Diagnostic 80, uh, who runs the fi- the Full Force podcast, who was on here a couple episodes ago. And RoboSkull is... Uh, they, they did a Kickstarter for this brand-new toy line, and the RoboSkull is coming out, and they reached out to me and asked me to do the song with Diagnostic 80. And here's a little teaser we're going to play of the track, which is coming out on vinyl later this year. And now the teaser is a here. (laughs) Enjoy. This is called I Get to Drive It. Produced by Diagnostics. <laughs> <laughs> When I first saw it, a chill overtook me Not cause I was scared, cause I knew others would be 50 feet tall, aerodynamic Designed to bring terror to every square of the planet Wherever there's panic, probably had a hand in it That's when they told me, I'd be commanding it Ex-NASA cosmonaut with a taste for snakes Like an ocelot, cost a lot, that canopy's worth millions Co-working with robots and reptilians, I made a killing Hired to run errands, water under the bridge, blood for the barren. A desperado, death aficionado, tasked to leave casket for masses of past foes. Yeah, bro, so before you catch a fast ghost, beware where I cast red shadows. Robo Skull, it was decided. A name to match the nightmare that designed it. You think it's scary? Think what's behind it. I get to drive it. They call me Blood Wolf, yeah, I'm the pilot. Wherever there's peace, I'll defile it Once you try it, the rest is a dull taste Find me in space, I'm in the skull face but who am I? Hope you don't get that answer soon Way before moon dancer, dance with the moon Court martial, blackmail, close to being dead If you were me, you too would start seeing red Labeled a very dangerous character With an unstable state of mind as my narrator Reluctant servant, relentless driver On a quest for revenge, intense desire Admired by those with nothing to win Take it from me, like the gun on the chin Been out here since the 80s and never left battle And I miss cracking jokes with Red Jackal and Red Laser In bed with strangers, left with no oxygen Just danger, but death is no
no obstacle worth dwelling on Indelible relic, move over Skeletron <laughs> Robo Skull, it was decided Robo Skull you think you're scary? Skeletron.com is where you can go to find out a little bit more about that one. Yeah, speaking of vinyl, the MacGuffin Device Vinyl LP has finally uh, materialized and become real and is physical and is spinning on turntables, uh, in theory, across the entire galaxy right now. So thank you to everyone who supported our crowdfunder, who were patient enough to deal with all these delays. I know the whole world is dealing with delays and whether it's supply chain issues or actual uh, ingredients needed to make vinyl uh, and just everything from shipping to the creation and you know our approval process and everything. The whole team at Bandcamp were incredible. Big shouts out to them. Thanks to all of you again who supported the crowdfunder. And uh, yeah, you know what? It's worth the wait, I think. It, uh, it turned out beautifully. Brian Sauer did the artwork and the design layout. You've got all the lyrics when you open it up. And this is the second vinyl that we have done. Uh, you know, we started with uh, Welcome to Cobra Island. We did the MacGuffin device. And yes, we are definitely looking at doing a third vinyl release and hopefully many more after that. But I know a lot of people have been asking what the next one is. I've taken a few polls just and, and talking to people. Even at the, the last show I did, a few people were asking me. And there's definitely one album that keeps coming up that everyone is asking uh, if it's going to come out on vinyl and I figure since this is the third vinyl we'll be doing it seems very appropriate plus it's the 10th anniversary so I've given you a lot of clues and hints and I'm just working behind the scenes now to see what we can do to help make that happen so stay tuned if you would like a third vinyl campaign to support uh, of some crazy rhymes from me and beats by all my pals. Um, I hope you'll stay tuned for that. Uh, was that <laughs> was that cryptic or overtly or too obvious enough? Um, so that's coming. The MacGuffin vinyl. Yes, we did uh, make extra copies as part of the uh, the order, so they are going to be available. You know what? I think as of this podcast dropping. They should be up pretty soon on Bandcamp. If you need a copy of the MacGuffin Device Vinyl and weren't able to support the campaign at the time, we, uh, we've got you covered, as well as the MixGuffin CD. Okay, let's talk about the MixGuffin CD for a second. This was one of the incentives for the crowdfunder. We created, DJ Nuts and I dug through the crates of old songs and files and unreleased things that I've had, you know, piling up here in the Wordberg lair. And, uh, and we said, we gotta, we gotta get these songs out somehow. So B-Nuts put together just this epic mix of all these rarities, uh, new rarities, old rarities, things I forgot I even made. And, uh, and we put it all together, and I gotta say, it, it, it turned out amazing. And this was an incentive for the crowdfunder, for, and, to, and to burn it exclusively to CD. It's not available digitally. It's only on burned CDs that I am making on my laptop. And we made 100, and we had a few left over from the campaign. 
and people have been asking for more so the, that initial 100 are all labeled one out of 100 and we are going to be making a few more burn cds because a lot of people want these and since it's not digital uh i want to make sure people can get it if they want it so um we will make more of those available and i'm gonna get some more up on Bandcamp now they won't be the new batch won't be numbered so if you were part of that original uh, 100, you've got one that says one out of 100. And thank you for being there for that. And, uh, and the others are the exact same. They just won't say one out of 100 on them. So, uh, you know, I want, I want everybody to get one if they, if they want one. And, um, you know, they definitely take some time. Thankfully, my laptop has been holding up and burning some really good mix CDs. Uh, and yes, so to answer the big question... It's completely different than what is on the vinyl. So the McGuffin CD is exclusive to this Burn CD, and I thought I was really clear about it, but some people thought the CD was just the vinyl. And I understand that's confusing, but no, no, no. It's a whole other thing. So if you get the vinyl, the CD, it's all, there's nothing, there's no repeats is what I'm saying. Uh, you will just need two different forms of physical music players to enjoy them and uh yeah so the mcguffin cd if you got one let me know what you think and uh definitely a, there there are a few songs on there that are demos of upcoming songs too so there's some sneak peeks there is a little sneak peek of uh cobra island 2 on there i will say and there's a little sneak peek of, uh, of a little project I did for a Nintendo Switch game and uh, some fun some fun stuff. Uh, I don't know how many people play Switch, but I that's my main... When I've got time to play video games, I'm all... Uh, I love my Switch, mainly because it's Metroidvanias and uh, RPG games. That's my bread and butter for video games. And... I've, I've been playing a lot. I'm playing Iconoclasts right now, which is a Metroidvania, but it's got a lot of, of puzzles within it. And it's it's it's, uh, it's really unique. It was made by just one one guy made this, and then his brother did the soundtrack. And it's a I think he worked on it for a really long time. In my queue, I've got a game called Chained Echoes, which I've been hearing a lot about. I've been following the development on this game, and it came out right at Christmas. Uh, but, you know, Santa didn't give it to me for Christmas, so I've got to wait until I'm a good boy. Maybe the Easter Bunny will bring it to me. But <laughs> Chained Echoes looks awesome. It's like a Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy, Super Nintendo era RPG game uh, that came out today. Uh, that's, I guess it pulls all the inspiration from those old games, which, of course, are uh, my, my wheelhouse or my controller house, if you will. Last note about Switch, speaking of controllers, yeah, I got the Metroid game because I love Metroid, obviously, Metroidvanias. I love Super Metroid. I don't know how many of you have played the Metroid game that came out last year, Metroid Dread. You can't use the D-pad. You have to use the, the Joy-Con, the joystick, which for... A side-scrolling game, I can't, I personally just can't stand, and I have tried picking that game up a few times. Actually, I bought it. I was so excited, and I, it's it's sitting there unplayed right now. Uh, so if anyone knows if I can hack that and, and use the D-pad to play it like a Super Nintendo-style 
game. You know what I'm talking about? I think I'm speaking to at least one or two of you because I know I've had conversations with some of you about Metroidvania games before. And for everyone else who's just like, wow, Bergie, you're what? I don't know, but I hope I hope you're okay. <laughs> I'll be fine. I've got a whole bunch of other games to get through and uh, when I can find the time. It's usually like at one in the morning when everyone has managed to fall asleep in this house and I am still winding down from the excitement of the previous 25 hours. And, uh, <laughs> and I just need to game a little bit to unwind. And it's good. Good. What was that voice? Am I, I'm Batman. <laughs> no, I'm Word Burglar. And let's talk about Bergonomic. Because, uh, yeah, let's keep talking about me for a second. Let me j just continue to do that. Uh, <laughs> look, I heard a great article on the radio, and they were talking about keys to stress relief and, and uh, anxiety and things like that. And they were talking about savoring things. And just really, for a quick second, I don't like to get all preachy and stuff, but, you know, I like to savor things. I like to enjoy things. I like to enjoy my music, my coffee, my TV, my video games, my comic books, my friendships, my family. And I, I, I don't think about it. I just enjoy taking the time to enjoy as, as corny as that sounds. And they were talking about, well, you could get like some delicious food and you just eat it so fast you don't even notice. You don't even take the time. I do take my time to eat and enjoy. I like to, I really try not to, to let awesome stuff fly by me. And uh, I don't know if that makes any sense to anyone out there, but taking time to savor moments is, uh, it's, uh, it's good. Because, what, you know, what else are we doing? Just it, you got to you got to find those things to enjoy in this crazy world, and uh, and that's kind of stuck with me. And I think moving forward into this year, you know, just kind of being more aware of of yeah, saving, savoring, and saving, trying to save, trying not to buy too many records, because um, uh, I, I got to buy diapers, guys. Uh, you saving, you know, and savoring. So I don't know if anybody else feels that, but. Uh, but savor. Maybe take take some time to savor something. What do you like to savor? Um, hearing from everyone about Bergonomic, has uh, that is something that I've been savoring. And I really, really do appreciate, you know, we work so hard on this. I've, you know, living with that album, thinking about it every day, working on each track, working with all my friends, you know. There's over 20 different people I worked with from the beats and the turntablism to the artwork and the packaging and just like all the layout design and like everyone just crushed it and I really loved I love that just sort of like teamwork and assembly coming together and I think we all pushed each other to to put out some of our best work right like all the all the artwork inside and and the beats and you know, I'm I'm just so happy that that album I was able to get it out this year and get it into your ears. And it's still name your price on Bandcamp if you if you don't have it yet. So go, you can even get it for zero dollars if you want. Because I just I I want people to have it. I know times have been tough, 
all around and uh and i look if you enjoy any of my stuff i don't want to you know it to be restrictive so go out and grab it and if you can spare some shekels of course we appreciate that but uh bergonomic is, is still name your price on Bandcamp. and uh that said we've got a lot of questions and I would like to try and answer a few. So the long-awaited uh, FAQ, Q&A from Bergonomic. Here we go. First question from Ryan J. What is the backstory for Lenny Boudelier? Is it based on a real person you knew, similar in vain to your friend's brother, and the other shop, and the level of personal experience that made it into these songs? Uh, is it? I'd love to know the backstory for Lenny Boudelier. Uh, is he a real person from your childhood? Exaggerated for rapping effect, and if not, where the concept came from? Yes to all of that. Lenny Boudelier, like your friend's brother, is a. It's an amalgamation of different people and characters and experiences of my life and youth so and of course uh you know where where needed exaggerated for rapping effect i love that i think i should call that's a great album title ryan i think i i really want to put out an album called exaggerated for rapping effect <laughs> can i use that that's uh that's great because uh, that's that's really what i do no uh lenny Boudelier. Definitely his name is a combination of uh, two of the toughest people I ever knew growing up. Um, and I, uh, I, you know, that's not his real name, Lenny Boudelier, but it's, it's definitely a mashup of names of people in my life growing up that were, uh, you, you know, depending on what you think tough means, um, this was one of those names and it, it just had that feel like Lenny Boudelier it just sounded like a kid like if you grew up in where I grew up in in Halifax and Nova Scotia it, it was just like it sounds like somebody from around there that somebody knows and if he's coming you know you don't want to mess with him and it'd be that name that's whispered around like, oh yeah Lenny Boudelier that guy knows Lenny Boudelier oh Lenny Boudelier is his cousin uh, you watch out don't mess with him because otherwise he'll call his cousin <laughs> and uh, you know there's definitely a lot of regional nods in there uh, there's a shout out to Bangor which Fun fact, growing up in Nova Scotia, one of the TV stations we got was Bangor, Bangor, Maine. So we would always get the Bangor, Maine news. And you'd watch baseball games on the Bangor channel. I watched cartoons on Bangor channel. And I still remember it, like you know, Bangor, Maine. And then I think we also got stuff from Callis as well. Uh, so we would get these these East Coast American channels. Uh, and, you know, as a kid, you don't get that many TV channels. But for whatever reason, we got Bangor, Maine. And I knew all their news. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone listening is from Bangor and wants to discuss the news uh, from the uh, 80s and 90s, uh, I'm up on it. <laughs> um, yeah, Lenny Boudelier, wow. I mean, just off the top of my head, there's some stories there inspired by my football coach in high school who was a, a super tough dude, and there was a 
a rumor that he once uh, single-handedly beat up an entire high school cafeteria. And uh, I think there was a line in the original version of the song that we wound up just cutting because it was too long, but it was about just, like, my old football coach, he was so tough, and he was this great guy, and he, uh, he used to, like, smash his head against our head uh, when we had our helmets on, but he, he did not have a helmet on. Like, his, he had a hard a hard head and uh it was like to psych us up and believe me when you're when you're a kid and you've got this like grown man yelling at you grabbing your football helmet by the mask and pulling you forward and smashing his unhelmeted head against yours and yelling like that that psychs you up for a game and uh i gotta say we had a really good team uh you know shout out st pat's high fighting irish football we uh yeah, so that, I mean, some of the stories were inspired because he was a bit of a legend at our high school because uh, he had gone there and, uh, you know, I gotta, I should look him up and find out if that cafeteria story is real, that he once beat up a whole high school cafeteria. Um, <laughs> but that was one of the urban legends. So it was really a lot of urban legends uh, that I had heard uh, uh seen or experienced worked in there uh lawton's which is a nova scotia maybe they're all around the east coast but they're definitely in nova scotia lawton's is a drugstore in uh it's like a shopper's drug mart or a walgreens in uh in halifax and um i don't know i personally just thought it would be funny that someone would be banned from lawton's that feels like the kind of place that would ban lenny boudelier <laughs> For stealing like you know those little porcelain figurine ornaments that they sell at uh, at the drugstores um so yeah lenny uh and honestly it's just a lot of fun like once i just tapped into who that character of lenny was and and started like writing about him i just knew he just he came alive in the song as i was writing him and uh, i knew this guy like this is like oh yeah that's lenny boudelier like you you know who he is he's hitchhiking by the highway going out to spryfield like this is you know who this guy is and uh, so yeah thanks for the question ryan and uh i hope i hope that answered some of it next question hien v what's up hien loving the new album and all the awesome collaborations do you think you will ever be touring again or doing live shows has the music industry changed uh and is it no longer financially sane to do so? Um, yeah, I've started doing shows again. I never wanted to stop doing shows, obviously, during the pandemic when things were closed and we were all just trying to stay in and, and keep everybody healthy. Uh, we, uh, you know, I, I stopped uh, touring. I definitely want to tour again in the future. I know. I mean, it was never really the most financially brilliant thing to do <laughs> but i uh i do love touring and uh, a lot of my friends have have been touring in the states and stuff um in canada it, it is a bit different because things are so far apart i'm hoping this year 2023 i'll be able to do a lot more shows at least locally because you know these days i am based in toronto so i uh as things are opening up more and people are are, are talking more about shows and festivals uh, and things coming back I, I definitely will be playing around uh, Ontario I think that's that's gonna happen um, 
and you know I want to get to other towns and cities as soon as I can but maybe doing like a big giant cross Canada tour like I did in like 2018 and 2019 uh, no immediate plans but I, I, I hope to get back to that and definitely get back down to the States uh, before long because look I got no plans to stop making music and and performing it so if uh, if people want to have me out I it's really my honor to come out and, and play those shows um, but yeah no immediate no immediate big tour plans but uh, keep an eye on shows and if you're planning to come to Toronto I will definitely be doing shows this summer um, and throughout the year, but, uh, you know, keep an eye on wordburglar.com. I'll try and post as much uh, as I can there. Thank you. Okay, next question. Jason B, two tracks in, having a blast, love your albums, and they somehow keep getting better. Journeyman, rap craftsman, thank you. Appreciate this. Buck65 is on this too. I would love to hear that story. He disappears for like 15 years and there's suddenly some surprise releases, and he's working with you. Uh, bring it up on the next weekend at Bergie's. Uh, back to my headphones. Dude, thank you, Jason. Hey, no one was more excited than me that Buck65 and I got to collaborate on this album. It's no secret. I'm a lifetime fan. He was a huge influence on me as, as a kid, you know, from the radio, from his radio show. If you haven't heard the Do You Still Like This movie podcast that I do, he is a guest. We... Um, we did the movie uh, Beat Street, and uh, and I definitely talk a bit more about uh, my history with with Buck sixty five on that episode. Uh, and yeah, it, look, the fact he just reached out to me and said, "Hey, I'm uh, I'm back to doing things." Uh, I don't think he ever really stopped. To be honest, I think he was just doing it like privately because he did not miss a beat. No pun intended. And uh, but he was uh, he was definitely like just, I think, making stuff in his own in his own spot. And um, he just threw me that beat one day and he was like, what do you think of this? He was talking to me about beats and we were talking about, you know, you know we, from time to time. We've, we've been in touch a lot over the years and um and he just kind of sent me this beat or he was talking to me about like what kind of beats I was looking for for the new album and and yada 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 and yeah to my uh, joy this beat shows up in my inbox and I checked it out and I was like oh this is like exactly what I was thinking and uh, of course that beat became the word burglar um, and uh, and we went back and forth a lot, uh, you know, building that song. So, you know, I sent him back like a, a rough outline of the song with the lyrics and everything. And he uh, he took those lyrics and then built the beat even more around that and really amping up like the spookiness and the dankness and, uh, you know, the word burglariness. Uh, <laughs> the, the cousin word burglary. That was bad. Um, and obviously it got, you know, it's a very like atmospheric song and, and, you know, kind of like feeling like my own bat cave, which it is. Don't get me wrong. The word burglar. And it's very, if you, if you're, if you're familiar with Buck 65's work, to me, this beat feels like, oh, this is like just classic Buck 65. So I'm, uh, 
It was just an absolute pleasure to work with him, and he did, listen, shout him out. He put out a great album called King of Drums last year. If you didn't get that, go highest possible reco. Go get Buck 65, King of Drums, where he's doing the beats and the cuts and the rapping. And uh, and it's, it's, it's amazing. Uh, maybe one of his best albums ever. Uh, and... Um, yeah, so that was super excited for me, super exciting for me, and uh, I'm glad you were excited about that too, because uh, yeah, Buck 65, wow. Um, speaking of, next question from Matt M. Is the word burglar a real place? If so, it, is it a different place than where you live? I never leave it. <laughs> so yes. Yes, the word burglar is real, and I live here, and uh, that's it. Like I said, sometimes my lady comes over for makeouts, and, um, you know, the kids like it in here, too. They're just looking at all the, all the comics that they're going to one day read. So, um, so that's exciting. Um, thank you. Thanks, everyone, for the questions. We're gonna, we've got a few more here from Rants M., was the similarity of the intros to several songs intentional to tie back to songs from older albums? Could swear I heard hints of Cobra La and others on this album and loved it. Thank you, Rance. Yeah, you know, I, I do, whether it's subconsciously or purposefully, I certainly do connect things and throw back there are certain lines and sometimes i'll do like a rhyme structure or something where it is a bit of um a recreation of something i've previously done uh i know like speaking of word burglar again and that cobra law reference yeah somewhere deep within the himalayas hidden away is that's the start of cobra law and then word burglar starts with somewhere deep you know um within a melodramatic location uh contains spoils of an enigmatic vocation those uh i just like that intro and it, it did feel appropriate for that and um hey i can burgle myself and uh and yeah like it is a little they, they are throwbacks in in ways and little and hints and uh you know it comes up in different you know i'm at the point now where yeah i've i've been making these songs and rhymes for which is crazy so there's there's certain sometimes i'm just like oh yeah i have a new take on how i kicked this type of rhyme or this type of intro or chorus and let me just flip it around and um i i think it's the same as the way musicians or guitarists you know sometimes will go back and revisit like a lick they're playing and then just like modify it a bit and do some stuff so it's all part of the evolution and i'm glad you you picked up on it and and dig it so thank you thanks for the question I'm having, I'm having a lot of fun answering these. Thank you, thank you, thank you. They're very thoughtful and fun. Okay, next question, Josh D. How did the creative process work for the Posse Cut? How did this come about? With some tracks, it feels like verses were, are written and recorded separately and then assembled, but this is a collab with really tight back and forth, and I can't think how it would have worked other than that. Uh, oh, you got a few questions here. Any clues as to who your favorite artist is? Three, is Lenny Boudelier a real person? How much of that track is bio biographical versus fiction? And it's been great to hear how many of these tracks are reminiscent of flavors from older stuff. From Third Burglar, either musically or lyrically, Verbal Pursuit, Croc Monsieur, Permanent Address, Rhyme O'Clock, Lenny Boudelier, Your Friend's Brother, No ETA, Yobo Sale. Hmm. 
Was this something intentional or is it just consistent word burglar style? Wow, that's uh, there's some interesting threads coming up with, with uh, some of these questions that you're picking up on. Uh, okay, so for the first question, the posse cut, uh, wow, that was just so much fun. I worked with everybody on uh, on that track individually to really get the um, to really get that conversational feel. So we would write back and forth, and then record our verses, and then send each other the verses, and just kind of build on top of them. So, you know, no, all five of us were not in the same room. Like Mocha is in Vancouver, Jesse's in Ottawa, Touch is in Edmonton, and uh, Tim and I were in the same room though. So I w- I was yes when I did the stuff. With with Tim, we were actually together in his studio. You know, I'm there checking the beats and stuff, and, and that felt very real. Um, but everyone else was was long distance, which I think really did add to that phone call feeling of the song. Um, but yeah, I worked with everyone else, and they hadn't heard anyone else's parts. So other than Tim, who was who was recording and mixing the song. Um, but I, I was working, actually, and he didn't even hear them all until I, I'd kind of assembled them all. But it was all in my head. Like, I knew how I wanted this to come together, and I knew who I wanted on the track and how I wanted everyone to kind of play off each other and what they're doing. You know, Tim is there, and Tim's excited to make the track, and but then it's not really the track he wanted to make, but he's like, okay, yeah, let's, let's do this great. Like, this is going to be awesome. And then I'm like, okay, but I got to round up other people and then touch and i uh who do actually have we have long phone calls about rap uh you know from time to time and we hadn't connected in a while so it felt good to to catch up with him and that's what our verse was about and then jesse calling to interrupt as if he'd already heard about the track that touch and i were just talking about on the other line like to me i don't know i found that very funny and jesse just nailed it oh my gosh like wow like what a great performance from jesse uh who also has a new album coming out this year i'm trying to track down jesse for the podcast so uh keep an ear open for jesse dangerously's new stuff because everything he does is uh so original and, and unique and really smart smart stuff i love you know i love i love all these guys uh mocha of course is a legend who's putting out a new album every couple months and uh, I got to get Mocha on the podcast too to talk um, more. Look at everybody. I want to have everybody back on. I want to let's podcast every day. Um, but yeah, it uh, it did work because I was very, very, very involved uh, throughout the whole process. I didn't just say, "Hey, can you just throw me a verse for this?" and yada yada yada. No, I, I went back and forth, and it was time consuming to do, but I think the end result really paid off. And and. Uh, you know, good things take time. So, like a watch repossessor, uh, which t- ties into your third burglar question. Uh, yeah, I guess there are some definite parallels. I mean, you say Verbal Pursuit and Croc Monsieur, that's the same. Those are both Beat Mason songs. And, you know, when Beat Mason and I get together, like, there's definitely like an energy that we capture together that's like nothing else where. You know, he's like, Mason will just like start crafting this beat that is just like, he's like, this is a word burglar song. I'm like, yo, this is a beat Mason beat. Like, this is, this is exactly what I'm talking about. And, uh, you know, Mason did the intro, of course, as well, Verbal Pursuit, or verse, verse things first, and then Verbal Pursuit. And uh, I thought that like one, two punches is an amazing dynamic beat Mason combo. Cause the first, you know, it's like this really, you know dope like kind of hard bouncy but like laid back intro track right into verbal pursuit which is kind of this like 
energetic smackdown. And, you know, I'm always writing like crazy, you know, punchliney rhymes to go over like beats like that. And then Mason throws me that beat and I'm like, ah, oh, this is like just what I was waiting for. And, uh, and then it just kind of takes things to the next level like Croc Monsieur. So I'm glad you see that connection. And then you said, uh, Yoboseo and no ETA. Yeah. Those are both fresh kills beats. So maybe, um, that's that connection. They're both like later, tracks on the album um and they do kind of have similar vibes I, I can totally feel that um you know no no eta is just about you know never stopping and continuing and going and yobo seo is just sort of like being out there on your own and and trying to see if anybody's out there um but i i, I do think they're very complimentary they're, they're kind of like sis, brother sister tracks or they're cousin tracks uh yeah lenny boodler your friend's brother other shop like you know those those are all like in a universe i think i, I when i envision them i think though they're all in that same world which is like this kind of uh this universe of of experiences of my life that uh you know are uh, exaggerated for rapping effect <laughs> shout out ryan j uh for that one and uh, rhyme o'clock permanent address well yeah you got me and more or less on a track there's gonna be that connective tissue so i mean what i what i get from that question is like these are all songs that i'm super proud of and i i think they work so if, if you're picking up on similarities uh yeah maybe like to your point is that consistent word burglar style yeah i, I hope so and uh i mean i hope they're different enough that they're not just clones of everything but uh you know i i i, I hope i'm constantly trying to evolve the tools in my toolkit and uh but i definitely like to continue using the ones that uh i like to play with <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i hope that makes sense and any clues to who your favorite artist is from the song my favorite artist was uh the clues are all in the song and it's all real those are there it's all there so those, those are the only clues i will not name the artist i don't want to uh to do that like i've said uh Maybe they were just having a bad day, you know. Artistic skill is undeniable, but uh, that type of behavior is not justifiable. <laughs> he uh, he was a dick that day, and um, they uh, there he's a he. I think I say that in the song in the song too, but uh, that's uh, yeah. All the clues are in the song, and um, yeah, you can uh, you can listen to it and. Uh, that's it. That's it. But I, I won't. I won't name it. I won't name him. And uh, there's a few more. I'll give one more. Uh, Caroline G. Which songs are you most excited to perform live once you get back to doing shows? Uh, you know, I did. I did start performing them live. Uh, just in this in the past, like two or three months. And I was excited to do like Lenny Boudelier and the Word Burglar, which we've talked about, uh, because those definitely have that, that storytelling vibe to them and, and creating that scene. And there's a mood around them. And it, I think they're entertaining to perform and also hopefully for, for people to listen to. So, uh, you know, I love every song on the, tr on the album. 
Um, but I think those those were the first two that I was really really excited to perform live and um, and yeah and uh, I wound up performing CDs are back which I didn't even plan to perform the other night and uh, and that that's a lot of fun too uh, but yeah that's uh, that's that's that and um, yeah hopefully you can catch them live one day and uh, wow yo thank you for all the questions. Happy, happy new year. We're going to wrap this one up. And uh, as I always promise and sometimes deliver, I'm going to try and get a new episode out way sooner than than the length of time it's been in between these. So I'm going to leave you with a couple little jams now. And uh, as always, reach out to me at wordberg at gmail.com or weekend at bergies at gmail.com. All one word. You can find me on Instagram and um, I'm still on Twitter and stuff, mainly just uh, talking about obscure G.I. Joe things and uh, uh, my dislike of the new Willow series, unfortunately, which I was looking forward to. But man, Willow, what were you thinking? (laughs) Yo, enough rambling for podcasting effect. Uh, Hope you're all doing super well. And uh, yeah, February 3rd, if you're in Toronto, come to Queen West Tonight Bar. I would love to to see you and uh, and kick a couple rhymes. And uh, yeah, hit me up if you need some vinyl and new stuff. And oh, Backburner. I didn't even talk about Backburner. Backburner Continuum CDs I have in stock now as well. I'll get those up on Bandcamp and, um, and some t-shirts and fun stuff. Uh, but anyways, yeah. Peace out, 2023. Uh, lots, lots, lots more stuff to uh, to talk about and share with you in the months ahead. So stay well and uh, try and savor something today, maybe. Uh, okay. <laughs> if it rhymes, it's real. Peace. It's a bird, it's a plane, Clydesdale terrain, might as well be floating, vibes feel the same, stay thunderous so you might feel the rain, don't feel the reef, let the reef fry up the brain, the big dog, sicker than eggnog, choke hit the floor for the figure four leg lock, smooth, Mr. Perfect with the towel toss, total boss, known to floss, Kenny Powers sauce, yeah, making, 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 Plaid shoes with some nice shades I tattoo on the rice grain Ice wine from some nice grapes Play the fish, how the pike taste Watch the collar pop Dumb look on your face when the dollar drops Choke call me when the piff lands Off the coast in the boat with a squid dance Yeah, we going beast out the barnyard Raw dogs like a feast on that tartar We run the streets to the shriek of the car alarm You in our dynasty now, meet the bizarre czar Swamp thing, your arch nemesis like Dutch And the predator just to be competitive And back corners like wangling cat The raps full English breakfast slap the bangers and mash Fly like an eagle, fly Clydesdale in the sky Stampede, same damn speed Noise machine to screen the boys in green in Swamp thing, back burner, voice of reason Fly like an eagle, fly Clydesdale in the sky Stampede, same damn speed 
noise machine to scream the boys in green in Swamp thing back from the voice of reason Hey yo, Timmy, I'm back in it, kicking these raps a bit My team horses like Denver, Indianapolis Wild touring, rock the shirt with the wild horses Couldn't tell if it was Sip Set or the Ralph Lauren A and B, stampede in your whack team Make them all wanna be down like Brandy Some conceal, some could feel Breaks like a Clydesdale mixed with Clyde's double field Making, uh, making, uh, making, uh, making big noise Yeah, pride parade marshal, I ride my little pony Genuine article fried pepperoni with hot mustard Mom and pop top of the blockbuster Now before Scheherazade, I'm your fairy godmother Can't believe it's not butter on The popcorn, what's up with your clan? Soraya Hawthorne, bonjourno I'll be gone tomorrow morning pronto Like Gonzo holding on the balloons over Toronto Bye! Flip a style at a yard sale In between putting babies to sleep With the guardrail yeah. Word bird fat dad without the dad bot Swamp signals and I'm there like a bat god Forget what every rap pod ever said to you Back burner drop the hottest records of 22 What else is new from the cradle to the graveyard My horse is packing more heat than friggin' brave stars Listen to the, to the, listen to the horses Making big, 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 making big noise Listen, listen, listen to the horses making, making, making big noise. Listen to the horses making big noise. Listen to the horses. I thought I loved it with player John Cicada Mom's tatted with regretful moments that'll live forever Ow, how well, Kenishwa, Kesera Sera I apologize, I'm raw, look out Tip the hat to slice the beat up like Shinobi She thought she knew me, but I switched the numbers like from Kobe Get down, what's the context? What's the topic? Who gives a guarantee that I'm a prophet? Shipping up to Boston with some loose leaf and a clover Hold a dagger on my luck before we said it's over Continue on, I'm here with the heavens born But here the show must go on, so I live it till I'm gone Uh-oh, heart like the perfect picture Piece together, cringe when I present it But afterwards I feel better Some spitting sedatives, I deliver the medicine The pen presented perfect, Eureka, I'm Thomas Edison <laughs> Like Jimmy Snooker, making heads spin like Booker. Got the formula down to a T like Pusher. Pounce on the scene and shush ya. Quiet on the set, do what Simon says. Cause I'm Simon and I'm the best lying in this den. Dying to get out, eyeing up some flesh. Make you feel uneasy like Joe Biden sniffing heads. Blatant disrespect, like my ex. Ignoring a million texts, I'm sure I sent. Wait, there's a disconnect. You don't get it yet, maybe you should hit the deck Different than you would if your name was Fest Save your breath, ain't no stopping when it's crunch time, no ABS I'm getting hungry cause it's lunchtime and I ain't been fed Let me show you, try to retrace my steps Wait a sec, I take it back, you ain't in my weight class yet Yes, yes, y'all, and you don't stop. This is for the heads. We all have 
protein separates from casein and yogurt You don't know me like someone who paid to see Joe Dirt Yo, I own words and only flow on my own terms This verse is where Spring Garden turns Coburg, dope sir, no smoke, no joke I just make them, hits the cranks and so sick Jason Statham, word bird, I do this for the heads Cause I am one, rap exactly how I love to live Cause I am fun, ask Uncle Fest, back burner crew You knew this, we all that, plus an action Two scoops of movements, doing it from my days of St. Pat's State spitting, no idea what it is, but I know what the way isn't Way different, always been at home making dome shiver Have you scratch your head so much, you get bone slippers Joan Rivers, no quitter, get up and go get her Rowing boats, sewing notes, the way of a pro spitter
Now that's something that I'd say is special. Yeah. Love you. <laughs>